0: Prepare for planetary landing, brothers. The enemy is in sight. Key in the coordinates. Prepare the pod. For the Emperor. For vengeance. To war. Hello. We are the Two Peas. We're in our pod and we're back. Hello, Ben. That's a much better
1: introduction than last time. Good God.
0: Ah, uh, it's not so chaotic <laughs> this time. It's, of course, when the pod arrives, there's every chance that the Corn Berserkers, which are troops again, <laughs> may overwhelm us but you never know, eh? <laughs> right guys, well, welcome to episode 6, so today we are going to do, of course, on the hobby desk, I need to talk about some skulls, um, I also need to ta- talk about a, a terrible travesty which was the death of the Corn forces against some wanderers, um, and a little bit about a random project I've got, and I'm sure Ben's got something to say about stuff we're not really that interested in. <laughs> <laughs> then it's into the Galaxy of War. A little game called Necromunda is coming back, guys. Ben and I are both very excited um, about that one. So we're going to talk about that. And Ben's got some Primaris Marine bot sets looking to Uh. return them. Wants to talk about that. No, no, he's not. Um, And then into the Mortal Realms where it's the Blight War. And we've got to talk about the most disgusting gardener you've ever heard of. Um, and obviously the General's handbook's on the horizon we've not got it in our hands yet maybe that one's for next time uh into hail to the community so ben is off to a store birthday coming soon needs to buy some yeah. presents um, to take away from from there so he's quite excited there's a limited edition space marine, i believe he wants to get his it's hands right. on um, and then finally into the wild some nutters have asked ben to play test the game lunatics so we want to talk a little bit about that as well so thank you very much for joining us guys you grab your refreshments we'll be right with you cheers guys
1: Hi guys, welcome back, and uh, we're going to have a little chat about what's on our hobby desk. Um, I'm quite pleased because I've just managed to finish my Space Wolf long fangs after uh, far too long sitting around on, on my desk being distracted by other new cool shiny stuff. They've finally been finished.
0: Um, your your co- Kobayashi Maru, as you called them, I think. Yeah, uh, I
1: did. Yeah, I did. Well, they were turning into my Kobayashi Maru. They weren't there yet. But yet. Yeah, so um, um, I haven't managed to play a game over the last two weeks, which is a bit disappointing. Um for various other reasons, which we'll talk about, but Dan has. Um, and uh, we were going to talk a little bit about your massive pile of skulls, weren't we, Dan?
0: We were going to talk about that, yes. Well, we are, in fact. So, last week, I think I mentioned um, that they're bringing out a box set of skulls, and I had ordered two of these. I have realised that that is ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, when it said 340 skulls, Ben, I, for some reason didn't think that that would mean 340 skulls <laughs> so i'm sorry about all the noise ben's told me off apparently i sound like i'm having a picnic <laughs> and he has to try and edit out <laughs> all the noise i make that's true so um i'm just opening up so in this big thing of skulls and i'll get some pictures up um for, for those of you who haven't seen them day to be honest game <laughs> to do great pictures of their their new stuff there is A bucket load of skulls. So what have we got in here? We've got demon skulls. so we've got plague bearer ones and we've got bloodletter ones. Don't know, don't know how that's happened, but it has. Um and we've got orc ones and croot ones and tau ones and gene stealer ones. And And, some other kind of Demon
1: ones! Yeah, I've said
0: about the demon ones. There's a few here that would look good with little sort of wispy shreds of remaining beards sculpted onto them, I
2: think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so, first uh, some chaos, yeah. chaos
1: Marauders, yeah?
0: Although <laughs> they're not quite mutant enough to be space wolves. Oh, to anywhere, but. That's just a bit
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, so skulls. Skulls are great. I picked up some of the vines and some of the bracken as well. Um, so, looking forward to using them. I decided I'd like to maybe paint up a Tyranid, Ben. Yeah? And put loads of the bracken and vines on. Well, because of the background about when, like, Tyranids turn up, the it all goes wild, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. The, the place, just it, all the undergrowth goes mental. It does so. beforehand, yeah, before they turn up. Yeah. Well, that's yes, because they eat it once they do turn those
1: up. Those bracken they. things do have that kind of Katashan, Tyranid kind of feel to them, don't they?
0: Yeah, yeah well, they look a little bit like they bite your kneecaps off. They do, yeah. So, I think that's appropriate
1: and the, and the bracken so, yeah. and the vines are made out of that wicked, flexible stuff, yes, yeah, I so how good is that actually in person because it I mean, when Duncan was demonstrating it, it was a little bit like those adverts with the glasses that are flexible, and they're like, "Oh look, you can tie them in a knot, and they'll be fine, and then right at the end, he's like, "But make sure you don't glue them in a bit that you have bent otherwise it'll bugger them up. I was like, hey, oh. <laughs> so they can't be that, but
0: no do you know what? Because, obviously, I only buy product that I'm about to use uh, and definitely need. I haven't opened them yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so I'm just opening them now with a bit of rustling. Do you know, my son Especially watches a bunch of these
1: uh, unboxing videos. Are we going to move on to unboxing? I don't know. Loads of
0: people do unboxing really well, don't they? Yeah.
1: So, However, if people want to send us product to unbox, we're more than happy to do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it's very bendy is it yes
1: can you tie it in a Flexible?
0: knot can you tie it in a bow i don't know but i can toss it over my shoulder <laughs> oh, shit. where's that gone oh that's gone <laughs> right moving on Snuff enough silliness haha uh-huh. so yes i did have a game As well this week I've had a game I played using my Blades of Corn against good friend of mine, Mr. Wazley. He had his Wanderers. So bit of um well, I like to wind him up for pulling it over from the old world, but actually he's done a really nice job of fitting it into the new realm. And he tells me there's some new background um in some of the new stuff that's coming out soon that says that the Wanderers, when Chaos first came forth. They were like, "Well, we can't win if we stay here." So they they literally wandered off, um, and now with the resurgence of Ilario, they've come back. So they have built them in there, which is really nice. Well, they were but me- as for the
1: game itself, they were mentioned what? in the rule in the uh, main rule book because um, the Sylvaner were quite angsty about uh, mortals because they they buggered off. And I assumed when um, when they were talking about that that it, they were talking about the elves. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's in the rule book.
0: Yeah, but they've
1: expanded on that. That's well, good because it's about time they expanded on elf background,
0: in the age yeah, segment. Yeah, yep. And I'm sure it can only get better. <laughs>
1: but
0: as for the <laughs> as for the game, um, really good. Although I must admit, I had to concede by battle round three because I couldn't I couldn't hold the objectives. Um, definitely going Dan's way. He um yeah he he had a good list, solid list. Uh, lots of really. Effective shooting, a really good combo with his dragon surrounded by. Um, now I'm really sorry, I can't remember what they're called, but they guys with big glaives. Uh, anyone that's listening from the wondrous group that Dan really likes is going to be <laughs> shaking their head at the fact that I can't remember that. But guys with big glaives, um, what wild wildwood rangers certainly that's what they used to be called. Uh, anyway, they were round the dragon, and what the dragon does is anything within, I think, three inches must can only be selected to pile in an attack after everything else has attacked right so that means that i charged him with 30 blood letters and he killed 16 before i even struck um between the dragon and those while we ranged so that was really effective really blunted that assault and to be honest my list was absolutely toss um it turns out I really did, didn't give enough thought to building the list. I talk all the time about synergies. Didn't bother. Talk all the time about battalions. Didn't bother. So yeah, I definitely going to do something different in the future.
1: Because synergies are a massive part of um, Age of Sigmar, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's some really good, um, some really good war scrolls, battalion war scrolls. That let you really increase the movement and threat range of your units. And that's what you've got to do with corn. You've got to be over there really fast. And there is some stuff that moves really fast. I, mean, I think I think it's possible to move. If you've got some blood crushers, hmm. potentially uh what would that be? Eight, twelve, uh, a run, so that's that plus seven, so 27 30 39 inches in a turn wow that's ridiculous yeah so um i need to paint me a wrath of corn bloodthirster <laughs> okay. that's gotta be done because uh, uh because the model is amazing yeah and just so
1: other people can play you
0: yeah <laughs> yeah so other people can play me and because the model it so I, i'm always getting mocked for saying oh yeah i love the models Um, and you know i'm just a casual gamer but yeah i want the rapid corn bluff nothing to do with the fact that it's really effective got a cool ability gone down in points in the new book new handbook i just want one because the model's good (laughs) well why not (laughs) (laughs) so um so that was the game that was cool um by the time this episode comes out i should have got a post up with some pictures people to have a look at um some hordes of red Charging across the tip, well, across a snowy battlefield. Actually, Ben, we used the board that we used when I came down to see you. Yeah,
1: I saw. Her. I really like that board. Really like that Yeah, board.
0: I love that. And <clears I'm throat> really, pleased. I'm, I'm actually thinking I'm going to paint up a couple of realm gates it with the snow to fit with that board. Yeah, that would be wicked. Um, and so just, I'd love to, just yeah. so people know because I, I asked earlier this week, but um, but remind me what who makes that gaming map? That's Frontline Gaming. Frontline Gaming. So that's yeah. one of their mouse map material ones. Yeah um there's lots of gaming map people and i think generally i think they call them neoprene mats now yeah. so they're you're seeing more and more of those the new games workshop ones are that sort of material they're a bit thinner than the um frontline ones which allows you to 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 fold them up the games workshop ones yeah and forge world have just bought out some blood bowl pitches in the same material yeah they were really nice Um, as well we saw them at uh, warhammer fest yeah we saw those 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 are really good i like how substantial the frontline ones are they really are they're quite heavy so they don't move around um they really grip down and something else that i used which again i will share photos of i i bought for um 13 pounds i think for a pack of it possibly possibly nine pounds from b and q some sheets of um polystyrene and when you put four of them together they make a six by four table and then i've used black duct tape because duct tape is brilliant for everything to create hinges between them so it folds up yeah um did it for a gaming club project a few years ago um but i've kept one of them and it's really really useful because you can just convert any table pretty much into a six by four yeah which is great and it folds away and it's really really light so yeah. I'll get some pictures up of that actually that's important. <laughs> um and uh and lastly from me um I was saying to Ben just before we recorded finally after some 20 years of him putting up with my madness my dad has found a use for the hobby. Um <laughs> he uh <laughs> he's building he's building my nephew um a small garage to play with his toy cars and he wanted to get him some Tool boxes and stuff to go inside of it so he went online and he bought some which he thought looked really cool and when they turned up he opened it and he rang me up and he went I've opened this up and it's like them things that you build it's all in <laughs> bits <laughs> so um, he sent it to me so I'm currently building a Fujimi kit of tools um, like Stanley toolboxes and welders and there's a hoover in there uh, which I'm then going to paint up and send back to him cool so that's um that's quite good. Um probably as my nephew is only four uh. I probably won't sneak any skulls in there. Uh.
1: <laughs>
0: Do we believe him? I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a question, Ben. In fact I want to point out something that I found out today. Oh, go on then. I believe that your long fangs have a slight chaotic influence.
1: Uh, yeah, well, the, the Marauder Heads The Marauder Heads Yeah,
0: yeah well, you know yeah. what So wait a minute, so you've used a Chaos part <laughs> on your long fangs Is that correct? Uh, I've also used them on the Blood Claws as well
2: <laughs> Whoa
1: <laughs> Corruption is rife. Uh, Corruption but, uh, yeah. is rife. but no, they, they are <laughs> excellent, excellent heads um, There is only one thing wrong with them though they, They've got the mould line right down the middle of the face Um which is it's just a, a, to, to clear off, really. Um, I'm used to the Space Marine helmets, where the, the mold line goes from left to right, not across the middle. So you've had to put
0: a lot of effort into using Chaos as well. Uh...
1: <laughs> yes, I don't care. I don't care.
0: Because at the end of the day, what, they,
1: what they're on isn't Chaos, so that's what matters. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my hobby desk. So I've had uh, two main things on my hobby desk at the moment. Uh, the first one is that squad of Longfangs I mentioned earlier. Um, they turned into a, a bit of a thing for me uh, after Elowin. Well, actually, probably before Elowin painted them, I was starting to have some uh, negative vibes about them. There, there was that dust that kind of gritty surface across them that I just could not work out how it happened. I mentioned that before in the last podcast. Uh, I went back over... All the other models I'd undercoated at the same time because I tend to do them in batches. They all look fine. Um, I've looked at the other ones where I put the airbrush base coat down. It's my first time I used an airbrush, so I was a bit nervous about that. Uh, they looked fine, uh, so I don't know really what's happened to them. But um, but then of course Eloin painted them, uh, and I had to strip them back, and it took me an awful long time to get them back to where they were. And uh, uh, especially when I got them to the stage where I had to go over the red again, which is the colour that she'd. participated in Uh, and well, uh, yeah, it's just a bit of a struggle really, but now they're finished, I'm quite happy with them, Uh, there is something niggling me about them, something I can't put my finger on that I'm not quite happy with but I can't tell what it is yet, Uh, maybe sometime in the future I will Um, but at the moment, I haven't worked it out Uh, but they're done Um, the other thing I've been working on is um, a Primaris conversion of Ragnar Blackmain I'm really happy with him um, got uh, a bit carried away when I saw the uh, the plastic uh, free plastic Primaris model uh, that came on the front of the uh, Getting Started in Warhammer forty k book, um, and figured I could have a shot at um, making a Primaris Ragnar Blackman. I think that's turned out pretty well. He looks really ace, mate. Yeah, well, thanks, man. It is. I'm quite chuffed with him.
0: Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he doesn't just look it. really good; he looks amazing. I think you've captured him really, really well. It's co- where's that chainsword from? So basically, um what I was going to go for was
1: if you mix uh, Chrom Dragon Grace with the um with the Space Wolf upgrade sprue, the new one, uh it does make a pretty good Ragnar Black main model on its own. Uh but I sort of got carried away when I got the Getting Started book. Looked at the Primaris and thought I reckon I could I reckon I could have a shot of making it into a Primaris um Primaris Marine because I kind of got this feeling that if anyone was going to go for the surgery in the space wars, it was going to be Ragnar Blackman, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so I've done that, and yeah. So the the, the chain is from the it's from the upgrade kit. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool because it's such a cool chain. It's so iconic to Ragnar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the two the two things on his backpack, the two. Vents on his backpack are the two space wolf helmets, yeah the wolf head helmets. I can't stand those helmets, <laughs> so they went on as uh, as vents um and then the shoulder pad was built out of the end of a thunderhammer space wolf thunderhammer uh, um, yeah and then uh and then the sculpted the kind of diamond layering on it um, I had to snip away and chisel away all of the previous mark armour from underneath the belt of rust and the fur and the chains across his chest um, so that I could then put that on top of the Primaris breastplate that was the hardest He's thing. really going to stand really, out really, really though
0: hard. isn't he? Because he, he looks he's got so, what you've done is you've captured all of the key points of Ragnar I think and then yeah. and then him and he just looks epic.
1: Yeah, really happy with him.
0: So when are we going to see him painted?
1: Well, like I said, I've I've been I've done the base coats now, um, so well I'm I'm most of the way through that. So I'm hoping to get him done by the end of the week. I'm kind of hoping to have him sort of game ready by Friday, uh, because I'm quite way behind on my what I was hoping to get painted because the long fangs took so long. But um, yeah, he came off the back really of me having a go at turning two of the other primaries into space walls. So.
0: Yeah, they look
1: good. You We're shared those, didn't you? I did, yeah. Um, They're not too difficult, actually. They're not too difficult. And looking at the Primaris Upgrade sprue, and looking at the Primaris Sprues, um, it's going to be pretty easy to turn them into Space wars. Um But what I'll do is I'll do that, and then um, I won't paint any squad markings on, because there's still, for me, quite a lot of confusion as to what is going to be what. Hmm. So the Plasma dudes, the Hellblaster dudes could be long fangs but maybe not yeah they might be grey hunters uh, the intercessors it, it's almost
0: inter- It. I know you could say it at any timeline but in the in the book it's like a hundred years since the primaris uh, sort of came yeah. that doesn't seem long enough to have become a long fang does it really no
1: no it doesn't really but then um I guess we'll find out when they release the codex so, uh, and that's what I'm waiting for yeah so I mean, for example, I'm so bad with names, Dan. But what are the the flying dudes with the like mini heavy bolt things? Oh, Inceptors. Inceptors, yeah. They're, I mean, those guys. Would they be Bloodclaws or would they be Grey Hunters? I I just would no idea where to put them in a Space Wolf army. So I'm gonna just suck it and leave all of the squad markings off. Um, if I paint them, and and then when a Space Wolf Codex comes out, I'll uh, I'll sort
0: it out then. Good. Well, we can look forward to that. <laughs>
1: So that's me on the Excellent. Hobby Desk. Um, Shall we take a nosedive into the Galaxy yeah. of War and talk about some
0: Death Guard? <laughs> so we're going to move on to the Galaxy of War, guys. Thanks for joining us in the Hobby Desk, and we'll catch you soon. Bye. Welcome back, guys. We are into the Galaxy of War. So, Ben. Yes. I believe there's a game returning that you're rather fond of. (laughs) Oh,
1: wait. Am I fond of? (laughs) So, when I was a kid, it was all about Space Hulk and Necromunda, really. Um, I loved them both. And Necromunda, I think I played more than any other game. Absolutely loved it. Played with an Escher Escher gang. it was it's the game that got me into making scenery, yeah, no yeah. I made it out of um the wool cones that you get for like um a knitting machines. So my grandma used to have a knitting machine and she used to have um leftover wool cones that look like kind of chimney ears, yeah um they got turned into like industrial things with graffiti all over it and um, <laughs> I just loved That's it, great. absolutely loved it. I my luck didn't help though. I mean, I think the last game of Necromander I played was against my brother, um, and after the first game with our gangs, and he played Cordor and I played Escher, Um everyone in my gang but one person died. <laughs> um, <which> I...
0: <laughs> that is that is <laughs> an achievement in itself, surely.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that is significant bad dice rolling, um, but you know there it is. Um, I don't think I played after that. I got in such a strop. <laughs> um, don't think, <laughs> I don't think I played much Warhammer after that for some time. But um, period. But anyway, that is I love it and the models, man. Oh, dude, the models. The new models look amazing. Um, all all of the kind of the model model making excellence that they've kind of had with plastics over the last um five years are just poured into. Uh, what I'm really looking forward to. Is that they're talking about upgrade sprues and you know models that can have different weapon variants straight off the sprue, so that you'll be able to just with a few magnets and maybe even they'll make them so that they clip on, so it's really easy. You'll be able to upgrade your gang straight away. Because um, when it was last out, you had to buy the the weapons on metal sprues, yeah, and most of the well, all of the models were metal apart from the ones in the box set, and it was just a hideous nightmare. To convert units, uh, to convert your gang to get what you wanted, but now it's not. It's really it's
0: exciting when you look at how they've handled Blood Bowl, and you're seeing like oh, the, the really cool pitches and dice, and the the Forge yeah. World bringing out beautiful, beautiful um, specialist player dudes, um, yeah, or star players. Sorry, not specialist player dudes. Um, <laughs> 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 that you but know, if, that's going to be wicked. That's I mean, going to be, be amazing. Mad Donna back. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's going to be oh, fantastic.
0: Man. So they'll bring back... I'm sure they'll bring back all those things. Um, they've said they're doing all the original gangs, maybe some new gangs. Um, yeah, I mean, that's quite exciting. So I like have a confession. Gangs. You've never played it? Once I've played it. That was oh. going to be my confession. I've only played it once. It was, kind of, it was kind of eking out by the time I got into the hobby. Um, yeah. A good yeah. friend of mine up here, Chris, I've mentioned before, he... He got bought it for his birthday and he had it a week early, but he wasn't allowed to open it. And he, so he had it under yeah. his bed and he said he would get it out every night and just stare at the back. Uh. And he even had a magnifying glass and was trying to read the rules on the picture of the rule book. <laughs> <With this magnifying. laughs> I think that's a fantastic story. And I said to him, when you buy this, are you going to put it under the bed for a week? And read it with a magnifying glass. <laughs> I think it'd be brilliant. I don't think he could hold out, but it would be brilliant.
1: But you know, back then, I don't know why, but back then I did used to do that with
0: boxes. I I, I used to pour over the box. I'll tell you why. Hours. I'll tell you why because at that point, the hobby was probably still. Well, how long had you been in the hobby by then? When I remember doing it, probably only a couple of years. Yeah. So it. that's the difference, and it's it, we talked about this possibly last week certainly in a previous episode, we've discussed how you almost get a bit complacent of how awesome each thing yeah. is. And, um, yeah, it's really cool when somebody, um, it was last week. I'm sure we spoke, not last week, last episode. Cause I was saying about my, my friend Kev looking to get back into it. And yeah, yeah, y- yeah you get right, to yeah. the point yeah. where, Oh yeah, I'm just opening this box of blood letters. Oh, I'm just opening box of this. I'm adding this. And, the individual, yeah. oh, this is amazing. Um, It's not quite the same yeah. as when you first start, when everything's sort of new. Um, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, one of the things that the boxes had on it back then, and they started to a little
1: bit now, is on the inside edge, so on the bottom half of the box, on the inside edge and around the sides, they quite often had pictures of painted models. And those those pictures weren't anywhere else. They were kind of just for the box. Yes. Um, and it was one of the probably the few places really where you could look at like a piece of art the size of how you'd mount it on your wall. You know the box, the front of the box with the, take for example the Necromunda box with that massive Goliath dude sat there. Yeah. Um, and all the detail you could see in the background, you know, going back into the Underhive and all the stuff that was going on. You can't pick that out in a book as much as you try without getting a micro, um, magnifying glass. You, you can't do it, whereas the box is big enough that you can really sort of have a look. Um, and I think, like I said, when we mentioned this when we, we we opened second edition. It was almost the first time I'd felt that in a very very long time since back you know back when we were open when we, we
0: opened, opened second editions. edition. No, sorry, eighth. Yeah, that's because you've been looking at second edition Ragnar Blackmame rules and talking to me about them. It,
1: it is because is I've been looking at second edition Ragnar Blackmame rules. Yeah.
0: yeah. He, was, he was exactly the same secret Chaos worshipper then, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, man, you
1: need to <laughs> wash me. your mouth out. <laughs>
0: yeah. So which gang, yeah. dude? All of them? me yeah. the ones i collected no no what I, what I collected... are you what are you looking forward to doing this time
1: what is that's a really interesting question because Escher, straight out loved them gonna do that again all for the kind of epic spice girls with axes but um i hated goliath before i really really hated them i thought they looked ridiculous um i didn't like anything to do with them except for when i was wiping their blood off of my chainsaws
0: rarely but, by the sounds of your luck <laughs> But the
1: new models, mate, they look so good. They look proper pit-fightery, massive, just sort of hulking gene monsters that I just think, oh, they look great. So I'm not sure. I, and I think the problem is going to be that with every gang they're going to bring out, they're going they're just going to be amazing. Yep. Um, and that could be a really good issue because I really liked Cordor, I liked... Um, I had a gang of redemptionists, which I love. Yeah, I can't. i,
0: I really hope. <laughs> I really can't wait to see them. Do you? Oh, um, do you think uh, they'll do Cal Jericho? Yeah, oh, yeah. I bet yeah. they do cow, and I bet they bring back the Cal Jericho graphic novel. That would be that'd working. be amazing. Yeah,
1: that would be really really cool. Yeah,
0: that would be amazing. Yeah, so basically, what I'm what I'm saying is, that I don't know. It's no. the honest answer to that. Um, I mean, I really liked Van in- Saar. Like, when I used to look at it, I used to like the look of Ansar, and I reckon now, when they do the re-sculpts with the technological aspect, they're going to look crazy yes. good. But actually, you know, as a really that's a really good example, because I thought they looked ridiculous.
1: I hated them. I thought they looked like scrawny little posh boys. Um, but now, I reckon you're right. I reckon the new sculpts are going to be absolutely mint, um, and I reckon they're going to get used in a lot of other places. I like well.
0: the idea of Arbites um, as well, uh, as part of a campaign and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and really, really it cool. wouldn't be... Oh, and then they could move that across and give them rhinos. I'm not saying rhinos in Necromunda. I'm just thinking about the the wider possibility. <gasps> they're surely... Oh, yeah, they, no, we know they're going to do Gene Steeler cults because they've said that, haven't they?
1: Yeah, they have said that. They're, well, the, the models, the Colts Gene Stealer cult
0: kits, as they are, are made for Necromunda. They've got so many gubbins...
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I tell you what would be really, really cool. I, I, I think, I think you're actually right. I think having vehicles in Necromunda that was a thing, that really was a thing, but not for the gangs. So, you know, but having said that, it really, it's not outside of their um, gift at the moment to really think about bringing in some civilian sort of, ad vehicles like, oh, uh,
0: like the crane. Oh, imagine yeah, so if the... you could use the crane to like batter off one of your opponents off. Or have or have to, uh, trucks, um, or little kind of
1: servo um like suits that for for use for mining or something. You know, that that could be a way that they could go. Um, but, you know, I went slightly off topic there, but if they're gonna do gene Occults, cults, then I really, really think that there is a very strong chance that they will go back and do um the Adeptus, the, the police. Um, and they they had rhinos and they would look amazing. And
0: having them back would be just ridiculously cool. Well, they didn't they say that they they were they were going to revisit everything.
1: Well, they they strongly suggested that with gangs. They I haven't seen anywhere, and I might be wrong, but I haven't seen anywhere where they've confirmed um, the arbytes. Oh, okay. Or however you say it, um, I'd love to see them, and I think a lot of people would. And at the moment, the way Games Workshop are behaving as a company, they will be listening to that and I don't think that they, it's not something that I think they're just going to go, oh you know everyone wants it we'll leave that,
2: <laughs> no. it would just be
1: stupid um, I think if if they're going to release Necromundo I think, and if they're going to have Genester cults so the chances of them not doing the uh, bites uh, that would be ridiculous, it would just be a daft thing to do, so I think they're coming and I think they're going to be amazing be Madness, madness So, yeah. And know we can have uh, Armageddon Wars with Armies of um gangers <laughs> that would be amazing. And think just you know going off topic slightly, but if you wanted like in a, a structure or a um a, a kind of a range of different cultists, you don't have to look farther than the Necromunda gang series because they're all civilians, and it would only take a little you know bit of work to make them into chaos cultists.
0: Yes, that
1: is true. And I think the Goliath. Goliath force of cultists would look um would look particularly awesome yeah a but I, I didn't planet. say that no <laughs> <laughs> so there you go yeah I my little kind of rant about Necromunda very we well excited very
0: about excited about Necromunda that. and what when is it
1: out It's this side of Christmas isn't it it's this side of Christmas um I don't think I've seen a date no yeah
0: no it'll probably if it's anything like what happened last time we recorded. The date will come out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's Necromunda. Lots of excitement for Necromunda. But more excitement as well for a large pile of box sets that you have that you, despite what I said in the intro, are not planning to return.
1: No. No, yeah. So, I mean, they, these these are amazing. These are the new Primaris box sets. And um, I've managed to, managed to get my hands on a few of them. And um, I think they're phenomenal. Um, it, there's a few differences as well. So um, we're quite used to having the space marines, and it's because they've always been like this with the legs and then the bodies and then the arms and then the heads and shoulder pads and backpacks. But this time round, the kind of pelvis is now attached to the torso. So if you want to twist them in a strange direction, you're going to have to work at it. But um, And they are assembled in quite an odd way. And, and I th- quite Looking at them, the more I look at them, the more I think how cool they're going to be for converting. Because, for example, the shin guards, they're separate. You add them onto the plastic legs. Oh, right. Which I think is, I think is really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, there's loads of stuff on there. There's a few irritating things in there. Um, so the the transfer sheet has only got Ultramines on there. And that really got on my nose, really. Um, that, that was really disappointing. Especially seeing as the transfer sheet in Dark Imperium had all of the primary chapters. Uh, yeah, um,
0: I've, I've got. I've already spoken to you about this. It really, I'm yeah. gutted, because, well, I'm only gutted. I'm only gutted because the. I don't know if you remember, but it wasn't that long ago. It was a couple of years ago. They made some really nice A four transfer sheets for each of the primary chapters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there are companies out there that make like custom decals and stuff and you can get them made but I love transfers I'm a really big fan of transfers Um, and if you use them right I think that they're personally for me I prefer the aesthetic of them than the the moulded detail or they both have their place I just think transfers have more of a place in certain uh, areas so to see them and it's been a while actually mate there's been a few box sets that have come out with only one set or no transfers and it's such a shame it's such a shame. Although, at least Forgeworld do some flipping epic transfers. Really, really nice. Yeah, they do. And, and like really. I said, there is some. Um, it's like Fallout Hobbies is the one that springs to mind that does loads and loads of different transfers. So, it's possible to get them. Yeah. But, yeah, I share your pain. Even though it's not so bad for me because I would probably do Ultramarines. But...
1: Yeah, but I mean, one of the things that is really disappointing about it is that the transfer sheet for the Dark Imperium box set has got some absolutely awesome transfers on there. So, like, there's tiny little wolf heads for the Space Wolves, like, enough that you could put them on at the edge of their shin or something. And there's runes, and there's... Oh, it's just this great transfer sheet. And for the Blood Angels, for example, they've got, like, a little laurel, a golden laurel. I wonder um, if it's an fan.
0: indication that... Because there's a Blood Angel tactical squad, and... So I wonder if it's an indication that those things might appear in some um primaris sort of chapter specific box sets.
1: Yes. Yeah, they might yeah, they might well do. That might but happen. I mean doesn't help you right this minute, happen. but it might happen. No. Yeah, the other thing and it's it's the only thing about the models, and I noticed it from the the very the you know, limited pose multi part ones they did. Um you know, before they release these box sets, it is a lot of the weapons have no like relation to the sheaths or the holsters. So the bolt pistol, you couldn't get it in the holster if you pro crowbarred it in <laughs> the knife is, is like a good four inches longer than the bloody sheath. It doesn't it just seems like a really silly thing to do. Um and I find that really disappointing. Um when you built them and when you look at them you don't really notice but when you're building them I really notice it. It really frustrates me. Um, so there you go. But put those things aside, I love them. The, the details on the, the the flexibility of the kits, the fact you can build all of the weapon options, um, and actually, with very little trouble and a few magnets, you could build them so that you could change the weapon options for the different games you wanted to play.
0: You were saying you really liked like, the different options for the intercessors and the hellblasters. blasters.
1: Oh, they're just fantastic. I mean, you can literally turn the Hellblasters and the Intercessors into into whatever unit you want. I mean, you could have them as a team of snipers. You could have them as a assault squad with you know assault weapon. It's just brilliant. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> they're absolutely cracking. I really do. Um, and I, and as for the uh, the tank and the
0: Dreadnought, oh. <laughs> That's have you so got one good. of the, um, the 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 repressor thing, the repulsors? Maybe. have you?
1: I didn't know you had one. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. yeah, I really love it. Um, some people don't like the stowage on it, but um, I'm a really big fan of the stowage. Um, this weekend, the weekend will be just gone uh, when we release the podcast. Um, we've released a model of the week with scratch-built Imperial Guard vehicles um, with loads of stowage on um, and they look they look really um, really good uh, I think if you look at modern-day vehicles like for example the Special Forces Land Rovers in Iraq they're covered in stowage they've got uh, the webbing missile launchers uh, ammunition just strapped to the vehicle um, to make it more useful more um, usable and um, Uh, And I'm a big fan of that. I think it looks great. And I think um, I can't see any reason why Space Moon would not do that. No, because they're very
0: utilitarian. What's the word?
1: Utilitarian. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, So they're going to have their ammunition on the outside. So, you know, if they could. um, So that if they run out, they don't have to do something stupid. They just walk up, grab a few um, magazines and stick them in their belt pouch. It it, it makes sense. I love it. Some people have built them without it because they don't like it. Um, I will be using it
0: because I think it looks amazing. Um, I just... so you can do a shout well, out that's... to all the people that don't like it to send it to you.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. So th- I think the only kit that um I would make any significant changes to would be the uh, would be the Reavers. Really, I mean, obviously, like the others, are gonna need some work to make them look like space walls. But um, I think the Reavers for me would look really vicious, really, really awesome. With wolf skull helmets, yeah. Um, the only thing holding me back, I think, is that that would make them look um, a, a little bit too much like wolf priests. Yes. Um, and I think wolf priests really do deserve to have uh, something special about them. And I think when you think about the difference between the reavers and the chaplains, um, that difference has been slightly lost now. Whereas with the wolf priests, there is a chance to keep them looking really different. Oh, crikey! I've been mean, listen to me. I've been going on for ages
0: about these. <laughs> That's all right. Well, <laughs> we were we we of course Mortari and his Death Guard buddies have been teased as well now. Oh, um, yes, I know that you love and you think the Terminators look ace, don't you?
1: I uh, guess, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think um, I think the Terminators look amazing. Um, in fact, I don't think there's a single model in that preview photo um, that I don't think looks amazing. Um, of course, yeah, it's it's one of those big photos where you're having to pick out the Uh, the details from a a large photo with lots in it um, and you need a magnifying glass to do it but even then I think they look fantastic Um, and the first thing that caught my eye was the Terminators, I don't know why but I think they looked really good and then your eyes drawn right next to them to those massive Death trout dudes which are like mini titans they're huge with their big war size. and um, in fact because it was Death Guard I I was kind of looking for Typhus and I saw one of those guys and I was like oh that's Typhus. No, there's another one right next to him that looks like... No, that's not... That's Typhus! That massive dude right next to them! <laughs> yeah, they look excellent. I think it's they? great. I think, they've, um, I think they've done a great job. I think they look amazing. And Mortarion, in amongst his army. Yeah,
0: yes. it just fits really nicely, doesn't it? I think I'd like to do them in a in more of a bone, like corroded bone scheme, um, as opposed yeah, to green, green, but that's just personal thing. Um. Yeah, really cool. We'll probably talk more about them. Mm, they'll be out by the next episode, I expect, or the one after. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Cause I mean, I've got I've just pulled out the Death Guard thing from the Dark Imperium, but when I was flicking through there to have a look about which colour scheme I would do them, the Weeping Legion jumped out of yeah. me very much. The original colours of the Legion, um, in some ways, um, or the Pallid Hand. One of those two, I think I'd go yeah. cool. for Ace. I've got to find a. a way to paint them haven't i can't can't keep leaving all the chaos parts of my box set in grey plastic no no (laughs) you will
0: fall to the darkness (laughs) maybe (laughs) so anyway we need to leave the galaxy of war now dude and move into the mortal realms um thank you for joining us guys on our quest across that vicious galaxy um you might want to grab some refreshment and then we're going to head into the Mortal Realms. Cheers, guys. See you later.
1: Welcome back. and um, We're going to take a little wander into the Mortal Realms where, unfortunately, a bit like the Galaxy of War, It seems like Nurgle is infesting everything with this stinking mushroom-like filth and whatever else comes out of their ears and noses and everywhere else. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that that unfortunately is happening in the mortal realms. Um, It sounds like Nurgle is a bit upset that the Stormcast have given him a damn good thrashing um, (laughs) and he wants to take advantage of a few things with his gardener. It's quite cool, um, actually, like, uh,
0: to see that Nurgle are appearing in both... You know They're doing stuff for Nurgle for Age of Sigmar and yes. stuff for 40k. Because they did it for Corn yeah. as well, so it's nice to see that they're doing it um, for that. And they've squeezed in another Neve Black Talon, so that's another Stormcast release, which you're quite excited about, aren't you?
1: Oh, yes, I am. I think she's great. I think the fact that she's a she is great. I think the fact that um, she's so dynamic, and those little axes. I just think she's great.
0: The knights. She's yeah. a she's a new kind of stormcast eternal as well. The knights Sephiros. So that's interesting. Yes. So that implies that we're we're going to see more of them possibly. Yeah. So that's quite exciting.
1: It talks about her being um, his favorite assassin, um, which is a slightly darker side of uh, Sigma. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. Which I think is really cool. Yep. I think that's really bit cool to it, isn't it? So what? What is your views on the Slug Riding Gardener?
0: <laughs> the Slug Riding Gardener is absolutely snail. flipping awesome. The snail, yeah. yeah. Me, it's so it's so games workshop of old. It's a gardener riding yes. a flipping snail, yeah. right? This is fantastic. <laughs> He's called what's he called? Horticulus. Horticulus Slimex, <laughs> yeah. right? He's got, he's got a little, he's pulling a little like plow thing.
1: Yeah, but the plow is so small. It's absolutely brilliant. It's It's like, it's it's almost like a token plow. It's like, oh, we ought to, I ought to pull a plow, I suppose.
0: it is though. It is. That's what it is. It's a token plow. And the little nurgling dangling in front of it to keep it going.
2: And yeah. he's just chilling yeah.
0: as well. If you look at Horticulus himself, he's just chilling on top. He's got that thing over his shoulder and he's just like, yeah. He's, he looks like a bit of a farmer. It's fantastic. He's chewing on a bone. <laughs> like, instead yeah. of like a little bit of wheat. It's brilliant.
1: Yeah, It is brilliant. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. And yet the salt coming out of the internet when he came out was just unbelievable. Uh, yeah, but He's got like some oh. kind of
0: you hate yourself because you just you hate reading those <laughs> comments, and, and you read them all the time. And I do. It's all, look,
2: yeah, ultimately,
0: I do. if people think they can do better, then go to Nottingham, apply, get involved, make better models. But otherwise, shut up. So <laughs> stop winding Ben up because I have to listen to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: No, I um, people obviously people are entitled to their opinion. Although some people put it across better than others. Um, yes. Uh, would I paint him a little bit darker in tone? Yeah, probably. But I still think the paint scheme is really well executed. Really cool. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I think does... it, I
1: think one of the things that's um, difficult about Nurgle actually is I think the way I would do it is with an absolute bucket load. Of weathering and griming um, them up, and Games Workshop don't really do that product range yet. They might do. They might bring out weathering powders. They might bring out you know water effects and all of that kind of stuff. But um, at the moment they don't. And so what you end up with when you see the models for the showcase is um, that beautiful, clean, heavy metal style of doing things, which I love, um, but is not how I would do Nurgle. Um, and I think there are a lot of people who wouldn't do Nurgle like that. there are some that would, but there are a lot that wouldn't um and they prefer say maybe the forge world way of doing yeah. it, yeah, you know, a bit grimier
0: I do think though that the brighter colour scheme light like that's been used here it does allow you to see and show off the detail more,
1: yes, yes, definitely nice. completely agree with um, that yeah, yeah, which is what they want yeah. to do. They want to show the model yeah,
2: yeah.
0: no i I love it. I love, I love the miniature. I love what it represents. I love the fact that you're going to see new rules. So there's like a little dial thing, which is supposed to represent the ongoing decay of the of Nurgle's realm. The cycle of decay. The so there might be life. Decay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so like cycle of
1: life and death. So. So that's yeah. for me. Yes. One of the things I I love about it is it captures something about Nurgle that you don't often really get from a lot of things and. But is always there in the Black Library novels. So Nurgle has always been something which is a bit jovial, a bit silly. Yeah,
0: really jovial, yeah, but totally. A, but
1: actually, at the same time, absolutely horrifying. Um, and there's that weird kind of dichotomy with it that is difficult to get across in a model. Um, I mean, take, for example, the book Dark Imperium, where there's, there's soldiers that have been on campaign and they've literally swam through mud and bile, um, and they're, they're terrified, oh, they're oh, fighting... Oh, yeah um zombies um, the horrifying kind of warfare with clouds of flies and smog and filth um and then over the sort of parapet of the trench comes a chaos space marine who's literally having the time of his life <laughs> you know he's laughing his head off um he thinks it's all a jolly great joke um or, or when those guys these Imperial Guardsmen literally became plague bearers yeah. in the middle of the swamp. Um and it's a horrifying scene where these guys have desperately been trying to get better, having been ill and injured. Um and then they're just erupting into these chaos things and they're you know, it's something straight out of a horror movie, and then from Nurgle's garden comes like, you know, a dude a bit effectively playing bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it's so bizarre, and uh, it's so kind of... For the Chaos Demon, for the Nurgle Demons, for Nurgle, it is all just a jolly great laugh. Mm. Um, but for the people on the receiving end, you know, it's not. And I think that model captures that in a little bit of a yeah, way that I, I
0: haven't seen for a yeah, while. Completely. It's brilliant. It is so cool. And yeah. what the other thing that I read about it, just, just not long before we started chatting, was... He's. It says he provides bonuses to to other Nurgle units, so you're going to see more of that synergies, more of those sort of aura bubbles, which you see a lot of in Age of Sigmar. So that's exciting yeah. to see what that, that's actually going to look like. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And the best bit of all is that box set. So I, as people will know, may know, I have a Stormcast army. I do not have <laughs> any of what's in that set, apart from I've got the crossbow the big crossbow dudes that come with the little birds, but mine are all built with the, the multi-shot crossbows, so I don't have any of the, like, single shot snipey crossbows. So, yep, I, clearly yep. I need the contents of that box, uh, from a Stormcast <laughs> perspective, and, um, yep. you know, I'm sure I could use the Nurgle guys. Glimineck, I need more time to paint, get everything done. Yes. Maybe. What I need, no, what I need, Ben, you'll know, I hope you know now, otherwise i put you on the spot. What's that organ called that the Marines have that means they don't sleep? Is it the Os... Os- no, I don't know. I can't remember. Can you remember? Um There's somebody somebody's shouting it at the thing. Somebody's like, dudes, you idiots. It's one of these jibby bobbies. Here we are, hang on. The ca- catalepsian node?
1: That's the one, yeah. The catalepsian node.
0: Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah. One of eight. W- one of them? Yeah.
1: you <laughs> You've never signed more West Country. One of <laughs> one
0: eight. Of eight. <laughs> well, somebody one said, somebody's been listening. Oh, flipping heck. My, oh, who said? This is really embarrassing <laughs> now. But I've got a bit of a Bristolian lilt coming on. I'm like, what? <laughs> but apparently so. So there we are. James Griffiths. Is, I've remembered. <laughs> but I was a bit like, oh, what's happened to my Cornishness? But it shall be regained. There's nothing wrong with Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> I got to throw that in because the highest percentage of our um no, no Facebook likes or listeners is currently Bristolian. So <laughs> I can't start having a go at them. <laughs> is it? And my wife is as well. That's the
1: most important oh,
0: thing. <laughs> Quick, move on, Ben. Move on. <laughs> General's Handbook, Ben. General's Handbook.
1: Yeah, so General's Handbook. That's pretty exciting. I'm just, I just—I was just flicking through the uh, new releases, actually, before we started, and um, I'm quite uh, interested in a couple of things. Um, the General's Handbook Warlord edition is pretty good, um, but I'm really excited about open war cards for... Um, Age Sigmar that's going to be wicked because I love them for 40k. Absolutely. So I them.
0: decided um you know that I really I really like the fact that the the General's handbook was uh 15 pounds last time 20 pounds this time I decided really to keep the cost of gaming down for Age Sigmar. Yeah. Um it, I think I think it's really wise so um obviously what what I did is straight away went in and and, and ordered the warlord edition. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So what are the cards? Because it's
0: too awesome. It's too
2: awesome.
0: Right. So this is why you have to get it, Ben. You have to get it. Yeah. The cards are battle plans. So you know, like when you're like, oh, what's the scenario? Oh, my goodness. I can't find anything. You can have it on a card. It's amazing. So that's going to be on a card. Then you've got little dials. Little dials, dude. Like trackers. No more putting dice down and knocking them over. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Little <laughs> dials. That's fantastic. So the dials are really useful. You can have those. There's roster sheets that will be in a big pad that I'll probably never use, but I'll be really excited <laughs> that I've got them because I use the app. Oh, mate, they're amazing, those rosters. They're amazing. You, I haven't even got them, and I'm like, they're amazing. I'm do just you get excited the, uh, them. Do you get the open war cards in there, though? No, you get the joy of ordering those separately. <laughs> <laughs> so i've ordered those so i've ordered those separately as well um, yeah. and and there's some like cheap thingy ma bobs that you punch out cardboard and one yeah. of the things is a nine inch measuring stick because all this stuff now comes down like oh, it must be outside of nine it's even got a little bit i think to make sure it's outside of nine that's amazing so yeah. that's going to be really useful and it's only like 25 pound more than the main the the Normal book. Yeah,
1: only 25. Yeah. Uh, only 25 more.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's only 25. They're only pounds. Yeah.
1: It right, just looks 25
0: cool. exclusive battle plan cards featuring new battle plans from the book. 27 reference cards covering Coalition of Death, Triumph and Treachery, and new match play Triumphs. I love reference cards, man. <laughs> I love them. I love them. And the crazy thing is, they look like they're a reasonable size rather than the monumental things that are the. I was playing my game the other day and I covered the side in those blummin' cards because they're so big. The ones with the 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 war scroll cards that you can buy for the different factions. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ones that I was like, I'm not buying those. Those aren't the right size. Hang on, hang on. Can I have some of them, please? (laughs) Yeah. So I've gotten there. Because they are useful. like They are really useful. So, yeah, then you've got a sheet of tokens covering terrain markers, wound markers, terrain effects, magic status, and battleship. I love oh, it. You know,
1: tokens. we did say we weren't going to talk about this for very long.
0: No, that I know, planned. but I'm excited.
1: And now you're looking Shh. at the card, the push-out card.
0: <laughs> I know. That's, uh,
1: two victory remember? point trackers. Do you remember? That's, do you know what why they magic? need two
0: victory point trackers? <laughs> do you know why? Do you know why? Because I'm going to win so much that I need two trackers, two, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah okay.
0: <laughs> and there's two summoning rulers and the blank pad of fifty, Ross. and yes, it all comes in a cardboard box with your address on it. Does it when you order it online? <laughs> I'm really pushing the boat out this so I'm quite excited about it.
1: That that was uh, that wasn't made very clear. I'm glad you cleared that up at the end, because I don't think anyone knew. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> do you I'm remember, done. I tried to say this earlier, but you were off on the, you know, on the hobby train. Um, do you remember Warhammer Magic, the box set, with all the cards in?
0: I remember of it. I didn't have it.
1: Okay. Yeah. And um,
0: Dark Millennium. Now, I did own that, because I bought it when I was going for a stage where I thought I was going to go back and play some second edition. Yeah? But I got rid of it. Great. So, um... <laughs> you, so, I've run out of energy. I've, yeah, I've gone.
1: You've, you've used so, it all up. Are we so, going to
0: leave the mortal realms now and move into the talking about the community? Well, maybe.
1: I just got I one think more before we go,
0: though, I just need to mention. What? Oh. <laughs> I need a word in edgeways. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say? Is it, you... is it actually. Does anyone even want to hear it?
1: Probably not. If, in fairness, probably not. But do you, do you think I should go for a full goblin army, um, or mix up my destruction?
0: I think you should go for a full goblin army. Yeah. Do, would you yeah, have Because like... I love it. I love the I love the way it sort of synod, like themes together. Like looking at it on the table yeah. and the challenge of of making a full goblin army as well. But get squigs and stuff because you need to have. Oh a yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely
1: have squigs, but not you wouldn't have a giant or sort of things like that.
0: I might have a giant. Yeah, but like I wouldn't have orcs. No, okay, yeah. that's what I mean. Or oryx, I wouldn't have oryx. Cool, but but yeah, I that giant squig have that. The giant, yes, yeah. I'd love to say you know, like a funny joke at this point. Like oh, I went out with a girl once that looked like that squig, but people already know from our uh, who do we think we are that that's just not going to be true. <laughs> 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 right, quick, moving on. So next up, guys. To the community. Uh, one final word. I really, really, really like the Warlord edition of the General's Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye. Welcome back, guys. The Drop Pod thunders ever onwards. <clears throat> bit of sound effects there. I do like a bit of sound effects. I'm still buzzing from talking about stuff in the mortal realm. Um, so what, we've been uh, downgraded from Primaris again? What? Why? Oh, no. We are the Primaris of the future when it's realised that clearly if Primaris can go and drop pods, you can sell more drop pods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being cynical, I'm being hopeful, I promise. So, (laughs) (laughs) hail to the community. So, new segment we added last week um, where we look out at what's going on around us in the community and have a little chat about it. Ben have said, Ben have said, Ben and I have said, even, that (laughs) (laughs) I just can't talk now, um, that the community is one of the massive drivers for us. So, other than the fact we get to have a natter every, every couple of weeks with each other, Growing the community yep. and being part of that community, really passionate about that, aren't we, mate? Yep. yep. yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Really keen on it. So this segment means a lot to us. So, um, Ben, you are going to a party. I am going to
1: a party. Yeah. Um, I hopefully there's going to be cake, um, and party poppers and a little little hats, um, and a party bag. It would be cool
0: if you had a party bag. Um, there, there's there's going to be re- party bags. You've just got to pay to put stuff in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember when we used to make. I made um a uh, um a Warhammer cake for Age of Sigmar, not for Age of Sigmar. <sighs> Battle of Skull Pass. Do you remember that? Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: I that wore a goblin mask as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, this party is um the birthday party for Game Shop Um, so I'll be popping down there. Um, and hopefully we're gonna we're gonna insert that uh at some point in this segment. I'm gonna hopefully be talking to um some of the guys down there
0: about what's going on.
1: And uh Taking and we'll the podcast
0: on the road.
1: That's the first time we'll do it, so hopefully it works. But yeah, that'll <laughs> be cool. If
0: it doesn't at this point, um we'll just claim it was some kind of warp storm issue
1: we'll put some weird we'll put some weird music in the middle like...
0: yeah well what we could do is insert a segment where we uh interview uh games workshop truro managers of the past
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah we could do that
0: that would be cool that would be me <laughs> random p trivia yeah. when was that 2009 i think yeah My time yeah, down there God, i remember one day, day it, it snowed so bad but because i lived close to the, the shop I went in anyway and opened, and that day I sold two pots of paint. <laughs> Heroic. <laughs> so yeah, it took
1: £4.50. £4.50? That's dedication, dude. <laughs> so, store birthday. Yeah, that's, uh, that's this weekend. Um, I'll go and do that, see how that goes. That should be good fun. You're going to get one of those marines? Am I going to get one of those marines? Yeah,
0: I'm definitely going to get one of those marines. Excellent. I thought you might. There's also a load of other gubbins there as well. So there is. I'm looking forward to. Well, there'll be. I think Bristol is October time birthday. Yeah, I think so. Is um, it? And I can't remember cribs. Sorry, cribs. Um, but and I might have got Bristol's wrong. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's October. So store birthday. That's cool.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. Um, so let's on uh, head on over to Trow to see um what went on. Hi guys, it's Ben from 2P's and we're at the store birthday for Truro Uh, loads of people here already, all buying their Primaris Captains Um, I'm going to see if I can find one of the staff members to have a chat about um, Games Workshop Truro and um, see what they've got planned for the day I'll be back in a minute
3: No, I'm Ben. Nice to meet you. I'm Tom.
1: Pleasure. Tom, Tom's one of the staff members at um, Games Workshop Tour. We're going to have a chat about the Open Day, yeah, the uh, yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. So tell us
3: a bit about what you've got planned for the day. Right, we've got lots of lots of activities. We're running Age of Sigma themed activities this morning. So we're doing a, like a, a big muster for the first couple of hours where uh, anybody that buys anything Age of Sigma related in the shop can build it over the first two hours. Then we're having a giant game where everybody... Sort of puts all their new toys together, yeah. and uh, basically has a big a big mash at the end. Um, um, I really like those um,
1: those kind of get together building models because everyone swaps ideas and yeah, comes up with yeah, little it stuff. Should, so it, it should
3: it should be uh, it should be good fun. Um, then this afternoon we're doing we we'll have a brief brief break. Have no, some cake. you're not allowed to break. Oh, no. I know. I, <laughs> well, I won't be getting any breaks, but you know for everybody else, once they've sort of age sigmaed out, we've got some other. Um, activities going on, we're going to eat some cake, we're going to do a painting competition yeah, so cool, a few people cool. have entered a few models in already and we'll get a few more over the course of the day no doubt yeah. and everybody can sort of have a little judge and see, see what everyone's been working on in their spare time. Yeah. Um, then this afternoon we're doing some 40k events. Wicked, wicked. I'm a big fan of painting competitions because I think um,
1: in the past when I first started painting there was, uh, there was quite a lot of fear about entering something like Golden yeah, Demons, yeah, so yeah. store level painting competitions I get really excited about because it gives people a chance to sort of test themselves out before they go on to the big things
3: I, I kind of like it um, I mean just from sort of a hobbyist perspective I love just going into stores and looking in their cabinets yeah, you, know, cause it, you yeah. always get like a little yeah. bit of inspiration yeah, it, do- yeah. it doesn't really it doesn't matter what level you're at um, you, you can always find something and I think uh, store store painting competitions are just a really good way to encourage everyone to just get involved you yeah, know, it, absolutely. Doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter what level your painting's at just come down bring a model that you're proud of in and you know show it off in front of everybody else and yeah, yeah. there's sort of there's, there's prizes for all you know the different categories you know there's the best overall model best young bloods model yeah. um, all, all sorts really uh, like Best like first model, yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and first
1: models are always something that people are really nervous about yeah, because they're yeah, so bad. Yeah, but not, yeah, but everyone, actually, we all
3: love them. <laughs> everyone's first model is is ba- a bit bad, but it's yeah. as good as you can do, and that, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's something to be proud of. I mean, nobody started off being you know a brilliant painter, so. No, no. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a, I, I really like the store painting competition. It's just to bring bring something down, have a go, show everyone else what you, what you've been working on. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, re- really cool, really cool.
1: And talking about cake, you've got two already.
3: I see. I do. Tau well, one, an one and an imperial fist. You can't so, have a store birthday without cake. No, no. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, it's it's been encouraged, really. I, I mean, John tried to make me make a cake, but uh, my bake. I think I've spared everyone <laughs> from my, from my baking skills. Yeah. So, uh yeah, hopefully their their sponges will be a bit better than mine. But uh, there we go. And generals' handbook, you excited about that? I'm really excited about it. I think it's really cool. Um, I really like AOS. I was a big 8th fed. That's that was, like, sort of my game for that. Yeah, yeah. I really like AOS. Sort of um, really like fun, fast paced game. And then to have it sort of updated each year, I think it's really cool. So you don't yeah, get yeah. into that situation where you've got like an army book that you know, like like your old Bretonians or that kind of thing where you've been sort of you've been waiting six years for, for, something for, like for your yeah, update yeah, 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 where it's yeah. like so it's almost sort of patched every year so yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, you know this unit everyone's complaining about or you're seeing it lots in tournaments or you know it's, it's dominating that kind of scene okay yeah, well rather than us sort of having to patch the whole codex we'll just alter the points for yeah, it. Yeah. And it and it and shown, change rules yeah, there's and there's sort of allegiance abilities for like all the races that haven't had them yet so yeah. like some of the older fantasy races like your wanderers or wood elves as they were uh Sort of slaneshi followers, uh, beastmen, all all kinds of stuff. And there's, I suppose, the general's handbook is geared more towards people who are interested in in match play. I guess there's lots of it, lots of points and rules for that kind of thing. But there's loads of other stuff in there as well. Triumph and treacheries, back, yeah, of course, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. all sorts in this general's handbook. And um, I think it's it's really good. You're sort of seeing a lot of progression. Like, where's the first one was? like this is how you play Age of Sigmar. you know. Either three match play. There are three types of play: yeah. narrative play, open play, match play. Yeah. The second one is very much like, you know, building on that, refining match play, open play, narrative play, but then introducing loads of other things that you know bring back fan favourites like Triumph and Treachery. Yeah, yeah, um, I love it. Si- yeah, it's so, so much, so much fun. Yeah, um, and then like lots of new mission types, yeah. all sorts. So I mean, we th- think we've brought out. Um, uh, we, we brought out a few weeks ago um, forget, uh, cards to make completely random games. Yeah, the open play, cards. open play yeah, cards. Yeah. And we've, so we brought, we've brought those in for, uh, for for Age of Sigmar as well, yeah, and they're yeah. going to be really, really fun. Big fan of those for 40k. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we've done the same because I think you know got got good response with uh, 40k. They've done the same for of signal Same for signal yeah. I'm,
1: I'm really excited about them taking that
3: approach and moving it on to 40K. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I um.
1: mean,
3: I think, uh, again, it's just from a, a personal a personal point of view. I think the new 40K just... Out of 10? Out of 10. Uh, I'd give it a, an honest... I'd give it. I'd give it, a, I'd give it a nine, I think, an eight yeah, or a nine. You're not um, the only ex-staff and of staff, member staff to say that. If I did, yeah. The yeah. feedback's been really good. I, I mean, like, there's, ne- there's never a perfect game, is no, there? But no. I'd, give it, I'd give it an eight or a nine out of ten, definitely. Good. I think. I think the pace of it's really good now. You don't have to bring. Sort of five books along to play no, it. No, you, you can no. just bring your book and a pack of cards. And yeah, and a pack <laughs> yeah, of cards. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Bring your book and a pack of cards and your models, yeah. and you can throw down. And you know, you can either. Do, it depends how competitive you want to go. Uh, you can go points if you want to do it. to Literally. To the nearest point, or you can yeah. go power and and pick up a game in store and say, "Look, let's play a, a 50 power game or a 30 power. How long have we got? Yeah, say an yeah. hour. Let's play. Let's play a 30 power game. Let's play a 50 power game. Um, and just throw your models on the table and, and yeah, the pa- the pace of it's really good. That that's my my sort of favourite bit about the new 40K. I think it, it plays really well. Um, it's less sort of um, there's less, there's sort of less scope for argument. It's more about fun. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. once you, you know things like just little things like removing yeah. templates. Yeah, Because yeah, like, yeah. you're no longer you don't long, no longer have to arguing say, about who's terrified. What is is yeah. oh, is that four under the template or yeah, is it three? Or yeah, well, yeah. get rid of all that and yeah. let's we'll just roll a d6. so yeah, many people agrees. get here. Yeah. And it that kind of thing just speeds the game up. People have way more fun, I think. and I mean just sort of speaking to people everyone seems to be really enjoying it yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, know, I know I am <laughs> yeah, yeah good good I'm glad and I'm what I army mean, do you cook? Um, 40k, I've just started some Tyranids. Oh, um, I played
1: Tyranids last uh, night. Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the mines are the most evil things ever. I haven't ever... Got any spormines. No, you need spore mines. I need man. some mines. okay. <laughs> yeah, two, two to five, and it's um, a mortal wound on the unit. It's just, it's bad. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, then I've played Elder since the start, since the Dawn of Tart- Well, not since the Dawn of time, ta- I'm not that old. But, since the uh, Dawn of Elder. Since the Dawn do- <laughs> of uh, They're my first army. I've been doing them for like, 10 years, and they're, they're a lot of fun. I, re- I really like them in the new edition, because it, it yeah. got a bit... In the old edition, you know, people... Eldar was sort of really good, yeah. um, but it sort of got a bit... Yeah, people Cheesy didn't, yeah, people didn't yeah. like playing them, no. and they got that stigma attached, whereas now no. it's sort of clean slate, everything's sort of different rules, yeah. different edition, and just see, seeing what's good, throwing, seeing what's fun, throwing all my models on the table.
1: Yeah, it's good. So my claim to fame for Eldar is my first White Dwarf was the release of the original Eldar jet bike. Oh.
3: Uh, that is, that is, that is That's quite, old, isn't it? quite yeah. a time. Yeah. We, were, I, we were talking about it the other day. Um, I think the Falcon is one of the oldest kits we do. Yeah, yeah. Aged, oldest, really, yeah. aged really well there. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's aged amazingly. Yeah, Jess Goodwin yeah. did such a good job on oh, it.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So, brilliant, I'll let you get on to managing yeah, your birthday because everyone's you. already getting their screws out and starting to tap together. And, uh, Although, excited. this looks like some cheating, this is an Age of Sigma here. Oh, he's get,
3: getting ahead for 40k <laughs> this afternoon, <laughs> that's it. So yeah, like yeah. you oh, know. you've got the demons, yeah, it's worked for both. We like that. We like got that. demons and Up top for thinking. Brilliant, well, thank yeah. you, Tom. No, oh, my pleasure, pleasure Ben. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Yeah. Hi, guys, I'm back again. This time I've got Tristan sitting over my shoulder making a lot of noise, but I'm with John, he's the store manager. Nice to meet you, John. Nice to meet you, guys. Um, So, tell me a little bit about what's going on today, John. So,
2: it's the store's anniversary today, and we've got loads of guys in. It's been, basically, I've been there. Letting people buy toys for the first hour of the day. Um, yeah, yeah, you uh, haven't left a the moment tool. Um, uh, Lots of people are taking part. They're building up some models, which we're then going to have a big Angel Sigma game. Yeah. And um, there's going to be prizes to go in it. Just little funky things like dice bags and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Once they've done that, we're clearing the tables again. We're going to have a nice big forty k build. have forty k toys. again? Nice big forty k game. And how long have you
1: been manager down in church?
2: A uh, year and a half now. Year
1: and a half. Yeah. So found your feet yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Be good. definitely. Yeah. It's been a Tristan, not, not now, darling. It's been um, it's been a long time since I came down to Trury. Um I used to work locally down the street. All oh, right, um, but uh, I haven't been able to come down in a while. So it's nice to be back and seeing the, the store doing well. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really good. It's
2: um, yeah, I found my feet, and it's a really nice group of people down here. Yeah, it is. Uh, almost spread out, thin and far, but um, it is definitely spread out. Everybody, thin and everybody by, makes the yeah. journey,
1: and it's, yeah, it's really good. Really and good to see them all enjoying themselves. And what
2: uh, you most looking forward to today? Uh... At the end of the
1: day when I can sit down and sleep. No, um, no, no, uh, just seeing everybody enjoying themselves, you know, lots of people building models and having fun. Brilliant. Well, it's nice to see you, John. Have a good day. Yeah. And I hope it does well. thank you very much.
2: That's
1: mad. Tristan, what have you got in your pants bag, dude? This.
2: What's that? What do you think that is? hammer
1: things. we hammer things. Have you had another look in there? What else is in there? So it's got, uh, we've got uh, cards, we've got postcards, we've got objective markers, wound markers, got three badges. What's that? You've got a model?
2: Look.
1: Oh my goodness me! You haven't got a model, have you? What is it? I want
2: a blue! It's a space marine. It's
1: a space marine,
2: oh wow! it a
1: look! What have you got in yours? Have you got a model too, Ellen? Would you like to paint yours?
2: Yeah. What colour would you like to paint? Where's my
1: blue? Your blue is in here, it's a blue one. Look, Evelyn. Look. What's that? Is that a model for you to paint? Yeah. Yes?
2: They're both the same. What
1: what colour are you going to paint yours, Elloween? Blue. Blue. That's my blue.
2: Tristan, how
1: about you? A farty blue. A farty blue. Amazing. So guys, we've just got three party bags at the Game Search Truro birthday and they're pretty awesome. We've got a primary space in, a couple of postcards, a few badges, a balloon because every party bag needs a balloon and a card full of objective markers and wind markers, which is really cool. And that was me getting balloon farted in the face. Awesome. So that was my uh, trip down to Truro um, to the store birthday. Um, Really awesome time down there, actually. Made the kids really welcome. Um, As you can hear they've got party bags, which uh, had a load of cool stuff in. Um, Really glad that Edwin's got her first model. Um, Now she doesn't have to paint mine, which is great. Uh, The guys were really awesome. Uh, Store manager was um, flat off his feet the whole time I was there, so he was um, uh, really nice of him to give us a a little interview there. Um, So looking forward to going back down um, for the painting competition that they've got running for the 30th anniversary of Warhammer 40K. Um, they're going to have a painting competition for those primary Space Marines we've got free in our party bags. Um, so I should probably sit down with the kids um, and maybe convince Joe to, as well, sit down and paint our models, and then we can drop them into the store and enter that competition. So that should be cool. So let's head back uh, in time. Um, no special sound effects. Sorry, guys. And uh, hear what more we had to discuss in our Hail to the Community section.
0: I just wanted to mention Tom. And his tanks, which have been popping up rather a lot recently. So um, I think I've remembered to keep authorizing the posts that come in, which is cool. Um, Tom shares loads and loads of pictures of his work in progress, which is really ace. It's really great to see and really inspiring. So he's currently like some kind of nutter adding two Lam Raider Proteus and a, a Spartan tank to his Death Guard heresy force. Um, those kits are not easily easy to build. So, having built uh, certainly the Proteus anyway um, myself. So, hats off to him, and he he's done some really nice stuff with the airbrush and chipping fluid to make some really nice stripes on the side, which I really really like. I think he's at the stage where he needs to weather them.
1: Well, 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 well hang on, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. We need to go back. Yeah. Uh, chipping fluid. Yeah, you're gonna to need to what? tell me about this.
0: No, no, generally okay. no. I've never okay. heard of Okay, So, it. chipping first. So I believe what Tom uses is probably the same as me because we both went to the same course. Um, so, you've got heavy chipping and worn effects by AK Interactive. So they make masses of products, um, largely aimed at the sort of scale model diorama yeah. per person. So for realism. And they're they're amazing mate, but this chipping fluid essentially what you do is so in Tom's case you lay down your base colours and all for your tank. Yeah. So say you so he's done put on his yeah. death guard colours done. Really important, then gloss varnish to seal yeah. those bits. Then mask off your stripe that you want, and then yeah. spray your chipping fluid on. And then over that, spray the colour of the stripe and just carry on painting. And then when you go back, you can get a little bit of warm... I think it's slightly warm water or, or water, but I'm sure it's slightly warm on a brush. And you can just work away at the area and chip the paint off and it will leave the colour underneath, the base colour, but you've created a little chip and it it gives you a much more realistic look. And you can do it across the whole model. I mean, I haven't done it a lot and by no means an expert at it by a long way. But yeah, you can use it across the whole model. Um, looks really cool. Look, really good way to achieve some of the effects you've been popping in the sort of, what the album you've put on the page to do with weathering and stuff.
1: Oh, what? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. The
0: weathering album that I've yeah. been doing, yeah. Mate, there's so many fantastic products out there. You know, Games Workshop do some awesome stuff in their technical paint range, but that is just the tip of a massive iceberg for Product that you can buy to do different effects, yeah. So, yeah, um, brilliant. I've literally never heard of that, so um, thanks for that, dude. That's all right, I like to help. So, yes, small community segment this week. We've got some things coming up. Um, gonna visit a few places, do some podcasts out on the road in the future. It may not be small, Dan. Um, I mean, there might be like you know, 45 minutes of me banging on about Truro. Um, that we've inserted. So. No, that's true. Squeeze it in. <laughs> Squeeze it right, in. Right. Well, there we go. Do you want hang on before oh, we go on? Oh, Cause go there, on.
1: there is something I do want to bring up about the community. Um, that massive
0: game, at uh, Bristol independent gamers
1: looked amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the Thursday night guys. They, um, every now and then they get together and they have a game at the weekend where a nice big game where they all play. Um, Ian Campbell 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 sorry Ian um arranges it really nice guy I met him when he he was coming back into the hobby I think and he started with Tau built a massive army and I think yeah. he just wanted to play massive games so he built a little following which is ace um yeah, yeah yeah it was cool it was cool to see it going um it reminded me of um those early apocalypse
1: games that we played when Apoc- apocalypse first came yes.
0: out well I I want to get involved yeah. so Um, hopefully that will happen at some point, Korn forces can march across the battlefield, be good it was a great big game, it's cool Ace, so brief foray into the community, into hailing of the community Um, we're about to move on guys to the final part of the podcast, so thank you for sticking with us Um, we are going to go and get some light refreshment and we'll be back with you for Into the Wilds
1: Hi guys welcome back uh, into our last segment and uh, we're going to take a stroll into the wilds and talk about um just any old random stuff that interests us so um for me this week i was going to talk about something that i never thought would actually happen um <laughs> i've been um asked to help with um with playtesting a new set of um a new set of rules down by the guys who made uh, Outlands really uh yeah yeah so they they wanted to uh sort of try a sort of slightly different thing um looking at um a, a kind of more of a competitive game thing rather than a campaign game um and uh it's using the same sort of system uh but it, it'll be more like strike teams rather than gangs and there'll be objectives rather than uh resource gathering and uh at the moment it's in early days um i can't talk much about the details of it but i'd like to talk about you know actual the whole thought of being involved in developing a game because i think um We
0: spoke about this. It's quite exciting, isn't it, really?
1: It is, mate. It's so exciting. Um, Because actually, you know, when you play a game for the first time, you're like, say, for example, 8th edition 40K. You get it out of the box, you read the rules, you go, well, that's the rules, and play the game. If you play in a club, you might add in a few house rules, but largely you don't. Um, If the rules are the rules, then you have to stick by them. But when when you're developing a game, dude, it gives you the chance to go back and say, no, I don't like the way that works. Um, or
0: yeah, that's awesome, isn't it?
1: Would it would it be cool if we did this? Um, or have you thought about trying that? Or I really like this. We should sort of make the most of it. And I think I'm well excited about it. It was a real honour to be asked. And um, you know, uh, John and Ross, the guys who uh, make it, have been really supportive of the podcast and um, and and generally really supportive locally. Because you know, like I said right at the start, um, I felt really isolated down here in Cornwall a little bit stuck where I am I'm kind of in the middle of all of the gaming groups um and then you know there's sort of set up nearby and it it they have been super supportive and um to be asked to do this I think is really cool um so yeah it's excellent
0: I'm really pleased for you mate I'm really pleased for you
1: well um I I need someone to play test against so (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll have a shot At, at, at the moment it's um it's obviously very early doors. I think I've just got the draft of the rules, um, which I'll be reading through. I've had a little flick through it um, earlier this week, but I'll be reading through them more later on and um, and seeing, you know, about playing some games on Friday, I think, or at least having a chat about
0: them. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so that's... That's really good, actually, isn't it? So I suppose it's, it must be difficult when you're games designing to... you've Obviously, you want to make something that you enjoy, but you've also got to think about other people... Being able to enjoy it and engage with it as well, yeah. Absolutely. So making it accessible. So it's no, it's no good if you're really into the minute detail. Chances are, less. You know, if you're aiming specifically at people that, you know, particularly want the minute detail of a particular period or background, that window is going to be much smaller. Um, yeah, isn't it? So making sure it appeals to others. Is, is pretty important.
1: Yeah, I think um I think you're right. Um it it must be hard to try and keep that window as wide open as possible, but I think they've come into it from that perspective. So I'm expecting it to be really good in
0: that from that point of view. Any any have they got any sort of timescale of when they'd like to get the rules out for? Uh um, do you know no. Or is it not really not really
1: known yet? I, they haven't said anything to me. Um I think it's fairly it's really early on at the moment, but um yeah. Yeah. It's it's um it's a it's a process I've never been involved in and by never been involved in I mean uh not even had a look at how they would go about it. <laughs> and yeah. and um you know when they were talking about playtesting and how eighth edition was the most extensive extensively playtested edition ever, and I was like, Really? Are you kidding me? I mean, why why weren't the others that extensively <laughs> playtested? <laughs> you know. It seemed a bit odd. But um, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't even know the first uh, uh, when you've got a game like 40K is you've got you've almost got a, a, a skeleton to hang the next edition off of. Uh, you're talking about the finer details every time you go through, and in this one, it was about streamlining it. So it's I don't know. I think I think the whole process is really I, fascinating.
0: Well, I'm just yeah. I think you're right in that you have got the skeleton, but that can pin you down as well. So yeah. I think between sort of third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Seventh, that was the problem. Whereas with eight, they've thrown the skeleton out the window and made a whole new whole new beast. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. which is good. Which is really good. So um so that's really exciting and we can look forward to finding out a bit more about that as time goes on. Um I am a little bit excited by something that was announced this week, uh, Star Wars Legion so <laughs> yeah yeah so 28 mil is it star yeah. wars game by fantasy flight Yep. Yeah, yeah. i think yet again another example of likely and and we don't know this this is conjecture but likely reason that games Workshop and fantasy flight uh won't be working together moving forward um fantasy flight definitely looking to move into the Miniatures Market—they've done Rune Wars recently, which is the fantasy game, twenty-eight mils fantasy game—and now we've got Star Wars. What a massive license for them to pick up!
1: Yeah, that's huge. I mean it's huge. You don't get much bigger than that, really. No,
0: you know. No, and they—they've obviously, you know, we know X-Wings a great game, and we know that Armada's great. Yeah. But Disney must be really happy with how they've how they've handled it. Yeah. To so then, you know, allow them to carry on as. I think the miniatures are. They're not, they're not fantastic, but they're not, you know, they're recognisable for what they are.
1: I don't know. Um, I think some of them are absolutely stunning, and some of them are just not. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're just isn't, there isn't a consistency about it um, yet um, in a, in the quality of the sculpts. Um, yeah, but I mean, think the stormtroopers. I think look look amazing. They look really, really good. But then Luke Skywalker looks a little. Odd, no, not quite. Do you there? think I quite like Luke, yeah? Yeah, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Um, And particularly, Darth Vader for me looks a bit weird, I think.
0: Yeah, he does look a bit weird, but but it's a starter set, so
1: yeah. What's interesting we'll is actually, so. you know, people keep going on about price, and um, it's not cheap, and there's not a massive amount in it, um, which I was quite surprised about. Um,
0: so how how much is it launching for in the UK? Do you know?
1: I don't. Um, but it's eighty nine. dollars It's ninety dollars, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. And there's not a huge amount of models in it, really. Um, I'm trying uh, trying to find a picture actually while we're speaking, but um, looking at you know, <laughs> looking at the pictures earlier today, which is irritating that I can't have them up now. But th- there isn't a massive amount of models, and I th- I was actually I saw that and thought from a from a model perspective that's slightly disappointing i would expect it more um but then when i think about um x wing you don't really get many models for your bucks there either um you get 3 in the in a 30 quid box set if if games workshop sold a 30 quid box set with 3 models in people would literally have an aneurysm
0: <laughs> dude games workshop sell box sets with one model in <laughs> no no not but not for 30 quid
1: not for a starter
0: kit um, you know, oh, I see what you mean. You yeah, really. yeah, but I suppose it's about how much the model does, isn't it? Um, so it's got two speeder bikes in it. Yep. Uh, it's got ten stormtroopers, I think. Yeah, and then ten, ten or twelve, ten rebels ten 12 and a walker. Rebels, a walker thing, and is it, does it come with Luke and Yeah, yeah it does. It must come with Luke yeah. and Darth Vader. I will tell you, my yeah, favorite model. That's too bad, man. Uh,
1: my favorite model. Is the rebel dude with the Gatling laser? I think that's yeah, that's brilliant. Cool. <laughs> but I th- yeah. oh, the thing about this—it's really exciting—is that there's stuff in there that is not in the films, mm. like the missile launcher for the stormtroopers, and and yet there's stuff in there which is easily and immediately recognisable from the films. Um, I, I just think what we could end up seeing is is some of those amazingly iconic things like the 8080s, the ATSTs, perhaps the 8080s I and mean, that's perhaps getting a bit excited but certainly I think the ATSTs and and then a whole bunch of other stuff we haven't seen like the Scout Walker for the Rebels and the Gatling Laser for the Rebels. It's going to be wicked. Can't wait for it. <laughs> and if you it listen, does look very good. If you listen very carefully now that's the sound of my wallet screaming.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does look very good. I don't think I need another 28-mil war game that needs painting, to be honest, but um, it does look very cool. No. No. (laughs) I've got plenty to be going on with. Um,
1: Oh, do you know, I've just seen another shot of Luke Skywalker. I quite like that, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) I I take that back.
0: (laughs) Excellent.
1: Hey, (laughs) so we've had a little um, bimble around the wilds.
0: Yeah, nice and short, Bimble Around the Wilds. We got very excited in the Galaxy of War and uh, the Mortal Realms this time, and we don't want to keep people forever, especially if uh, you do manage to work your magic with your out and about in the Truro lands. Yeah. So um, as ever, as is customary, uh, it's chucking in another massive thank you. So those that follow us will, will have seen that we've been fortunate enough um and there's enough of you that are crazy enough that we've reached the milestone of 500 downloads that's just fantastic really phenomenal uh ben and i have some moment of excitement look at this look at this this is amazing um well it snuck and, up uh, on us, didn't
1: it we went from like um 400 and something 430 or something to 500 seemingly in a matter of days it's it's crazy yeah,
0: yeah it's so thank thanks, you guy, really really thanks. good um yeah, massive thanks. Uh, um, f- Facebook likes now over 150, so again, huge thanks, and especially people interacting. We're trying to post up things that we find interesting, and we hope you guys find them interesting, and, and a bunch of you are posting on them. Brilliant, really, really good. Um, Yeah, it's difficult to know what to say other than massive thank you, really, isn't it, Ben?
1: Yeah, it is, yeah, but definitely, yeah. Please keep um sending us your stuff, uh, sharing posts. We practically always um share the stuff on onto our facebook feed that people share with us uh we want to we want to see what's going on we want to see what you've got on your hobby desk want to hear about what games you're playing um because this podcast is so much about community for us about uh letting people know what's going on locally in the southwest and um across the world you know because um we've got listeners in america too and um we want to try and make you know the hobby community feel uh closer and smaller and um well, not smaller, but, you know, more um, accessible. They must think we're crazy in America. I'm uh, I'm surprised they can tolerate your uh, West Country accent, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a bit of a skill, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so, um, so on that note, once again, thank you very much. The pod has almost arrived. Vengeance is coming. Um, guys, have a fantastic couple of weeks, and we will be back with you soon. Cheers, guys.